You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is John Giorso, and he's the founder and CEO of Orca Pacific, which is a full-service agency focused exclusively on helping brands succeed on Amazon. John founded Orca Pacific 12 years ago, and his team of former Amazonians and industry experts now works with over 100 brands managing their Amazon sales channel and optimizing their Amazon advertising campaigns. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks, Dennis. Yeah, thank you for joining me. So, some really interesting things going on right now as it relates to e-commerce, in particular Amazon. We're recording this right in the middle of the, you know, the pandemic, lockdown, COVID is everywhere, coronavirus is everywhere. And so lots of things changing on how people are buying things online, right? Being locked down. So we're going to have a really interesting conversation today. We're going to talk about three or maybe more, but definitely three trends that every brand needs to pay close attention to in 2020 as it relates to Amazon. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about, but give us a quick intro. Why did you start this gig? What got you interested in in this whole e-com Amazon thing 12 years ago? Yeah, sure. So I was uh, kind of fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time. I saw an opportunity kind of early days with Amazon. I I was uh, pretty convinced that they were going to be one of the largest companies in the world at a time when a lot of consumer product brands were still looking at them as kind of a, a side project or, you know, an online catalog. I got involved with them, uh, you know, like 12, 13 years ago, had a very simple business, pretty much uploading product for brands on the platform, setting their items up on the site. We had three people on my team, including me. And, uh, you know, pretty quickly realized there was a lot more opportunity than just showing up. So we started building out services to coincide with the opportunity on Amazon. And as Amazon got more complex over the years, we built out coinciding services. I mean, fast forward, to where we are now, we have over 50 people on staff. We help over 100 brands. We manage close to a billion dollars in sales on the platform annually. And we're really set up to do anything and everything for a brand to help them succeed on the site. So content, advertising, SEO, merchandising, operation support, strategy, you name it. If it's going to help grow a brand, we can do it. Love it. Perfect. Okay. So, so let's talk about your company a little bit. So give us a sense of, you said, you control and manage over a, almost a billion dollars in sales through the platform, and that represents hundreds of clients. But what about your business? Tell us a little bit about your business. Is it six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure brand, a business? What is that? Give us a little bit of a sense. 
Yep. So it's a, it's an eight figure business. We're growing pretty quickly. We're looking at basically doubling our client base this year and then probably doubling it again next year. So we're in a, a pretty fast uh, growth trajectory. So there's a lot of need out there, frankly, for expertise in the Amazon space. They're moving so quickly. They're developing so many new programs. They've become such a, a huge, important partner for almost every consumer product brand that you know the channel really needs to be maximized and you need a, a high level of expertise to do that. So let me ask you this, has the COVID pandemic crisis here, has that heightened the need you know, for brands to actually really dig in deep on Amazon because of the fact that this could very much happen again a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of brands that were not prepared and uh, I'm sure there were some that were. Yeah. So yeah. talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's created a dynamic where at a minimum, Amazon is proportionally more important for their business, meaning maybe their whole business is down, but Amazon is not as down as other channels for obvious reasons, or a dynamic on the other side where Amazon is seeing a 2, 3, 10x level of demand for their categories on the platform, literally a thousand percent increase over a matter of weeks. So it's become a hugely important channel for brands because, I mean, let's be honest, it's very hard to buy stuff right now in the United States by going into a store, or even if you can, a lot of consumers don't. I also believe, and a lot of brands would agree with me, that there's going to be stickiness to that. That once there's a big change in consumer behavior, even if we can all go back to stores, customers are going to be less likely to do so in the future. So not only is it really, really critical right now, we believe that the shift to online has probably been accelerated about five years because of this. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I mean, you know, obviously trends were already going in that direction. Almost everybody on the planet has ordered something from Amazon, or at least in the, you know, the, the modern world, you know. So I think that it's just, it really has. And, and, you know, and Amazon is in such a great position because of what they've done over the last 10 plus years, right? 20 years, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. over 20 years, right? But the last 10 years, they've really honed their craft and really figured it out. I mean, you know, they've, they've, they're, they're, they're quite the machine. So, and I think that puts you in a great position. So that's amazing. So let's take a little bit deeper dive into your business and then we'll dive into those Amazon trends. So your business, if you had to pick one strategy, one tactic, one channel, something that leads to your customer acquisition, because you said you're, double, you know, you're, you're growing 50% year over year, right? or at least that's what the trend has been up till recently, and you're, you're thinking that that's going to continue on. What's that strategy that you're using to go out and get customers? What's the number one strategy? Because I know it evolves, you know, from 12 years ago, it was very different than it is today. Yep, yep. So our sales strategy is, is very, very tied to our marketing strategy, and it's almost entirely inbound based on developing a level of expertise and credibility in our industry. The way that we've done that is, is basically through a content marketing strategy. So our aim is to provide true incremental value in the form of, of content, you know, written content, video. We just launched a podcast, actually. So really kind of all the, the traditional, if you will, channels for content marketing, but really to focus in on what's important to our audience, not what I find interesting or, you know, kind of general topics, but really like practical stuff for a director of e-commerce to help hit their sales target next quarter. What's going to be interesting for him or her? 
we are constantly putting out new content. And oftentimes when someone comes to us, they say, hey, you know, I've been listening to you guys. I've been watching you for a year and a half. You've really helped me in my career. Now my company needs actual agency services in your space. What do you do? What do you charge, et cetera? Even in our sales process, we're very consultative. We don't talk that much about ourselves. We really talk as much as we can about the brand. So we're always trying to add value kind of from the very highest funnel, you know, to the day right before we're, we're signing the contract. And then obviously uh, in the engagement after that. Love it. I love the fact that it's very inbound driven. See, and what, I mean, you're in a great position because you have hundreds of clients, right? You got hundreds of clients that you're already managing this for. So what's great is the word you mentioned, which obviously is kind of a, a very trendy word these days, but relevance, right? When it comes to content marketing, you know, a lot of people get it wrong. They talk about what's interesting to them or what, you know, they get it off. And, you know, so you've got an interesting situation because for you, it's pretty easy to figure out what your audience wants to hear or what they need. You just simply ask, ask your current customers, right? I mean, you can go to a hundred or more customers, ask them a simple question. What's your biggest pain point? What are your biggest challenges now? What things do you need? I mean, it's just, it's such a great way to create content when it comes directly from your audience, as opposed to you just you know, hypothecating on what you think they might be interested in. So yeah, I mean, I would urge more companies to really listen more to their existing customers. I don't care if you have one customer or 10 customers or a hundred customers, get your content ideas from them and you'll find that it'll resonate a lot more. It'll go a lot further and you'll see a lot better results long-term. So no, I love that. Awesome. All right, well, listen, let's dive into these Amazon trends. We're going to talk about three Amazon trends that every brand needs to understand in 2020. So I'm going to turn it over to you, take it away, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I would say the, the first trend for me is making sure that you're using all of the Amazon advertising properties that are at your disposal. There's really two main kind of pieces of Amazon advertising. There's search, which used to be called AMS, is now called sponsored ads. A lot of kind of jargon that gets thrown around, but basically search similar to Google AdWords. And then there's display. So programmatic, it's the Amazon DSP display advertising. Most brands are using search, but they're not yet using display. So we see a huge incremental opportunity to not only use both of those properties, but to use them in tandem with one another. Do you want me to kind of continue to yeah, number expand two? Yeah, no, sure. expand on that a little expand bit if you would, because, yeah. because I think one of the things that I don't think everybody completely understands is that Amazon has become a major advertising platform. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what the revenue is, but if I had to guess, it's got to be approaching a billion dollars or more in just advertising revenue. I think it's closer to 20 this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, yeah, I'm, I'm an Amazon neophyte. And, but, and on its way to be 100, by the way. And that's just in advertising future. sales, yeah. right? That's not yep. product sales. That's just nope. Amazon brands advertising on the platform to exactly. promote their product. I mean, it's amazing what they've built as an ancillary business above and beyond yeah. just their incremental you know, business of, of helping facilitate the sale of products. So, I mean, it's yep. really, really interesting. And I think that, you know, that puts... You know, I think that puts brands, get me right, right or wrong here, that puts brands, established offline brands or established brands away from Amazon in a better position than brands that were created specifically for Amazon, right? Because you have a lot of people that are doing private label stuff mm-hmm. and all these, this whole trend of coming in, not only because financially they're probably maybe in a better position, but also they have that brand equity 
And now all of a sudden you get those brand searches, right? Because yeah. that's a that that's a big difference is having that a real established brand, particularly when you're doing display or even, you know, search-based ads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting to watch kind of the dichotomy between the the digitally native brands who tend to just sort of inherently understand digital advertising better and the big national brands kind of duke it out on the platform. Our, we have clients, by the way, that are both. I see this year probably being the return of the national brands a little bit. They've kind of gotten their butt handed to them over the last few years by the digitally native guys. They're starting to wake up to that. They're starting to realize that Amazon is a, has a much bigger potential for them than they may have previously realized. And you're seeing those, those purse strings really open up in terms of, of incremental ad budgets, especially by the, the big boys. So Love it. All right. So that's trend number one. And that yep. is make sure you're leveraging both sides of the coin as far as advertising, not only search, but also display. All right. Yep, trend number exactly. two. Yeah, trend number two is, is, is very related to the first one, but it would be, you know, make sure that you are doing your advertising budgeting in a way that is driven by performance, not driven by kind of a static way of looking at the business. Amazon is a business where you can have $2 million business that you grow to a $20 million business that you grow to a $70 million business over a matter of years. They are not Walmart. They are not Target. They are not Home Depot. They are not a retailer in the way that they are traditionally thought of, where there's a fixed amount of traffic. You can put a product in Home Depot. There are only so many people that are going to walk through those doors for you know, X amount of locations for X amount of time. Your potential is somewhat limited. Amazon has the vast majority of Americans engaging with the platform on a monthly basis. So what that means is you can pretty much reach your entire target market with an effective paid media strategy you really handcuff yourself by saying, well, we have you know, 300 grand this year and, and that's it and go spend that in an effective way. What you should be looking at is at KPIs first and then building a budget based around those KPIs saying, if we can run a profitable ad, you know, if I can make $2 for every dollar I spend, I'm not going to say I only have $100. I'm going to empty out my bank account. So that's the way that Amazon advertising should be looked at. There's obviously some points of diminishing return but most brands aren't even near those. And the way you really blow up a business on the platform is you change the, your perspective on, on the opportunity. And that's where the digitally native brands have a little bit yes. better leg up because that's yep. much more of the mindset, which is, hey, if I can put in a dollar and I can get $2 out, I don't have a budget. I have an unlimited budget because I'm just going to keep reinvesting and compounding. Yep. That's yep. exactly right. No. Perfect. Awesome. All right. And what's trend number three? Yeah. So trend number three is really making sure that you have a strong SEO and content strategy on the platform. So, you know, ultimately we're talking a lot about advertising. That's an important kind of component of succeeding on the platform, but you want to make sure you're converting that traffic at the highest possible level. The best way to do that is to make sure you have very high quality content on your product detail pages. Amazon has a feature now called brand store, which is basically think about it like a branded site within a site that can be really important. And then that you're using proper SEO strategies to maximize your organic reach on the platform as well. So you're not having to pay for every click, every visit to your product detail page. So content is still, I would say, an underutilized element of the platform. Amazon has done more recently to sort of open up opportunities, but they're not doing this. It's still up to the brand to build their own content, upload it, optimize it to all those things. So you really need to have a strong content practice at scale. Keep in mind, a lot of brands have 500, 1,000, 3,000 SKUs, 
you need to have high quality enhanced or A plus content on every single one of those SKUs to maximize the potential. So give me an example of the type of content that you're talking about, like this, you know, the native content, not paid media, but more native. What type of content are you talking about? Is I mean, obviously the the stuff that comes to mind here is obviously the images, right? The, mm-hmm. you know, the images and then, you know, some of the description and some of those things. But beyond that, I mean, how can you leverage content to really enhance the conversion ratio? Yeah. So the most important place is the product detail page itself, you know, and that's going to be images, video, and written content. I mean, there's a few different formats. I won't go too into the weeds there, but classic sort of online content. But Amazon does index and look at content in a very specific way. So just like you'd optimize for Google in an SEO strategy, you need to optimize for the A9 Amazon algorithm when you do something on Amazon. You don't want to use a a one-size-fits-all approach. There's also obviously the customer conversion aspect. Most people build content on desktop, but what they don't realize is most customers are engaging with that content on mobile. So something looks very different on a 17-inch monitor than it does on your iPhone. And 70% of your customers are looking at it on an iPhone. So that title that may have looked really good on the desktop gets cut off halfway through on your iPhone and you don't know what it is because you only read the first you know, 40 characters. So you know, there, there's some very kind of in the weeds considerations like that. There's also this, I, I mentioned it, feature called Brand Store Now, which is also an underutilized aspect of the site. So this is something where you know, Amazon is becoming a place where customers shop, not just buy. So there's a lot more browse and research behavior than there used to be on the platform. And you want to make sure, you know, if someone is searching, I need a a red 12-pack pen, you just want to send them to that item, right? But if they're searching writing instruments, for example, they're at a different place in their journey or back to school supplies or whatever that may be, then you want to send them to the brand store and give them lots of options and the story behind your product and the creative, just like you would on your own website. So there's a lot more kind of creative leeway and opportunity for really branding and telling a story than there used to be on the site. So who are, I'm curious, what are some brands, whether they be your clients or other clients that you think just do a really amazing job with content on, you know, using it as a way to develop that relationship and lead, which leads to conversions? Yeah, I'll name one that isn't our client, so it doesn't sound uh, too self-serving, but I think um, it's either Anchor or Anker. I've never known how to pronounce it. They're a consumer electronics brand, A-N-K-E-R. They, from their inception, I think six or seven years ago, have just really like understood Amazon. So if you're looking for some really best-in-class examples, I think they do a great job both on brand store as well as detail page content. All right. And in all fairness, now I want you to name one of your clients. Okay. It's, it's fair now that you've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to be too uh, you know, self-promotional here. So one of our clients, Reebok, I think is a, a very good best-in-class example as well of, of doing some things that are not only like very practical and just kind of convert well, but also more creative in terms of really kind of getting the most uh, juice out of the platform from a, a branding perspective. Love it. Well, listen, Anything else you want to add about, you know, these Amazon trends or anything in particular you want to touch on? I have a couple more questions and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. You know, I just say as kind of a takeaway on this, I mean, I've been doing this for a decade. I think there was a good case to be made that by now most brands would have kind of figured it out or maxed out the potential. I'll just tell you, I mean, we work with tons of very smart, savvy people. Amazon is such a nuanced, specific, fast changing environment that it is very, very hard to maximize it without a true day-to-day focus. So 
what I will say is it's worth thinking outside of the box a little bit. There's almost always more opportunity than you may be actually reaching on the platform. Love it. All right, listen, a couple questions here. If you could pick any business superpower, right? Amazon is obviously a superpower that you have. You've been doing it for a long time, e-commerce and everything associated with that. But if there was any business superpower that you could pick, something you wish you had, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this may not be a practical one, but I think seeing the future, I'm just I'm so used to being in this environment where things are are changing so quickly because we work with a company who's literally inventing the future. So you know, having a little more clarity on that would make my life a bit easier. Yeah, the closer you get to Jeff Bezos, the probably the more likely that will come true because he's yeah. the guy who actually predicted the future in a lot of ways as it relates to e-commerce. So yeah, and then, pretty and then made it happen. And yeah, then made exactly. it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't just hypothecate. He actually did it. So yeah, amazing. All right, two rapid fire questions and we'll wrap it up. What's your favorite growth tool, software, app, some sort of a software product that you use to grow your business? Yeah, so I'm a huge fan of Evernote. I've been using it personally and for our company like since they started. I was going to say Slack. Everyone says Slack. We use that. But you know, Evernote, we use for an internal wiki. It's very dynamic. They have a version now that works well for teams, not just individuals. And uh, it's just, I'm a huge fan. It, it allows us to, as soon as we learn something as a company, one person can put that into Evernote in the right way. And then it's just immediately accessible to the rest of our company in a very logical, kind of well uh, searchable, easy to use way. So big fan. Perfect. And what's one book that you would recommend to the audience? Maybe something that you've read or you think would help them along in their journey? Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is like an entrepreneur's thing, but Traction by Gino Wickman. We're instituting this right now. I wish we'd done it two years ago. It's basically like a entrepreneurial operating system and I've just, it worked extremely well for us so far. Love it, John. Well, listen, really appreciate you being here today. Let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about Orca Pacific, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, sure. So, you know, you can find us on most social channels. Our website is orcapac, O-R-C-A-P-A-C.com. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, follow our company on LinkedIn. We do a lot there as well. And uh, we're releasing a podcast called E-Commerce Deep Dive. I think we're three episodes in, so that's on uh, all the channels as well. Love it. I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes. Really appreciate you being here. Congrats on all your success, and I'm sure we'll get a chance to chat again soon. Thanks, Dennis. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.